You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome, friends. This is Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're tuning in today. If you're new to Yoga Magic, each week on Thursday, we talk about different self-care and self-discovery practices. Yoga was really the first time in my life that I experienced this feeling of completeness in, in just myself, really identifying, oh, I have everything that I need right here, right now, and I can use this to create even more fullness, more abundance in my life when I take the time, take the time to do this. So I am bringing you all different practices, some physical practices, some spirituality, sometimes looking at, you know, just things that you're doing day to day to make your life full and really nurtured. I am a Cancer Sun, so I love to nurture other people. <laughs> we definitely talk about astrology a lot in the show as well. And yeah, that's a that's the quick the recap for those of you that are new. So grateful you're here. Today's episode is just perfect timing for Leo season. Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, we kind of broke down the energy of Leo season, what's happening in Leo season 2021, and it's it's going to be a fun episode because we're talking about style and how what we look like on the outside impacts our inside and how, what you know what the work that we do on the inside within our spiritual space and our our subconscious getting to know you know our soul how that affects the way we look on the outside right these are very interchangeable and today's guest Carrie Montgomery has such a unique perspective on this and I think she really touches into all of the worlds of of feeling good looking good right (laughs) and you know I touched on this last week as well that it's it is totally a part of the spiritual practice to want to show up just as big and bright as you do on the inside, on your outside. It's funny how this is sort of flipped, right? Like I think about even high school when everything was about, you know, the way you look, right? Or even in college too, like the, the presenting yourself, like that's that's super important is the way you look. And as I've gotten older, I've realized like, oh, actually, you know, my energy is is way more magnetic than the way that I quote unquote look. But when we put these together and, and we do that self-study work to identify how we feel on the inside and then how we can communicate that into our outside into our physical appearance into our body movements into our clothing there's just so many subtleties to this it creates so much magnetism people notice this this is just all leo energy vibes leo season vibes 
So I would say this episode is really great for those of you that are feeling excited about stepping back into the light, about getting back into the flow of things as much as we can, moving away from, you know, your cozies, which sweatpants, I'm, I'm here for it. Like if that's your vibe, heck yes. But if you're, you're wanting to mix it up and like get dressed up again and that feels really good, this episode can be so helpful in navigating how you can connect the work, the inner work that you're doing to what it feels like, what that, what that translates to in your personal style. So Carrie uses a number of different tools in her personal styling, in um, her courses. She uses the chakras. She does a lot of self-study work. And she also uses um, a huge menu of archetypes, of style archetypes that can help you identify how you want to show up. So I've been doing, I think I've talked about this several times, I've been doing clothing rental lately because one, it's super good for the environment. Two, my body isn't exactly the same as it was even a few years ago. And I I don't want to buy new clothes because I want I want to feel good in what I'm and I'm wearing right now, but I I know that my body is changing at the moment. Um and so honoring that just feels really special. It's this idea of like adorning the body. And it was so funny. I was chatting with a student in a yoga class recently and she had said, you know, I've, I've been at home for almost, you know, two years and I feel like I've lost myself a little. And I, and I, I said, do you mean like you have lost touch with who you are? And what she was specifically speaking to was like she's lost this attachment to her physical body that she doesn't feel like she has that control, which I really resonated with. Like I feel so much deeper connected to my inner being, but to this physical form, I've, I've lost a little of that, 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 what's the word? Relationship. (laughs) And yet I'm, I'm bringing it back and doing things like dressing how I want to, uh, how I want to present myself, how I want to show up, how I feel on the inside is a piece of that. Clothing rental has been something I have loved. I've been using um, Newly, which is, it's spelled N-U-U-L-Y, which is like all of the anthropology, free people, urban outfitters brands. Um, and I love, I do like love those things, like those stores, those styles. But to me, that's like, kind of fast fashion so I wouldn't want to necessarily purchase those but I love the idea of renting them because they're getting used by tons of different people good for the environment it's a great cost effective way to get new things and again in this stage of life this is how I want to show up this is what is feeling really really good so no shame friends if this you know if this is like landing for you if I want to have my physical form show up just as bright and beautiful as my inner being it's, it's time, right? And Carrie's going to help us do that today. So let me tell you a little more about Carrie. Carrie is a personal development coach. She's a brand strategist and a personal brand stylist. And as a body image expert, she's the creator of the somatic styling method, which helps women take quantum leaps into true embodiment and empowered confidence. So she teaches women to own their true booty, build powerful mindsets, and create their dream business and life. So this is obviously very layered, right? We're looking at not only just clothing, we're looking at something so much bigger, a personal brand. And Carrie was amazing, gave so much insight. Check out all of her information in the show notes. Make sure to follow her on Instagram. And she has an awesome 
freebie for those of you that are maybe looking to like amp up your personal business or you want to do a little branding yourself. She has a photo shoot prep plan and checklist. If you've got any photo shoots coming up, whether it's like family or it's it's for your own brand or work or whatever it is, um, this is a really fun way to get prepared. So thanks to Carrie for being on the show. Thank you to our show sponsor, BetterHelp. I have been using BetterHelp for the better part of a year and I love it. Yoga Magic listeners, get a discount. Make sure you check out that link in the show notes. And then finally, friends, if you're not already on the email newsletter, make sure to hop on there. It's linked in the show notes when you sign up for the Yoga Magic newsletter you get a self-care for your sign morning routine guide so it's going to give you tons of different ideas for each of the signs whether you're looking for your sun or your moon you can use any variation of these ideas but it's a great way to kind of amp up your morning routine if you're looking to do that and also maybe give you some grace if you're like hey actually I'm not a morning routine kind of person that's okay too so check out that freebie so that you can get on the email list and yeah, I'm so grateful for you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in every week. This is this month of, of July is very Leo-themed, so we're talking a lot about just, again, being bright and shiny and being the beautiful humans that we are um, because it's a, really, it's a really exciting time to show up and be present. So that's it. That's all I got for you, friends. Let's get to Carrie. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, Carrie. Lo- I've been so excited over the last couple of days thinking about this. I've been like, getting I've been feeling myself it's almost Leo season so like Mm -hmm. the most perfect time when this drops it will be Leo season perfect time to be talking about personal style our brands and like feeling good inside and outside Mm -hmm. so thanks for taking the time for being here my pleasure thank you for asking me Ashley I'm so excited to chat me too so can you just tell listeners a little about you um outside of your work just who's Carrie sure um I'm super sensitive. Yes. <laughs> I am really compassionate. Um, I was a New Yorker, so I had this like kind of aggressive side to me. And um, I moved to Spain um, in 2018. And I really just came to like, just change my life up. And really, I grew up internationally and I've traveled a lot and I kind of got stuck in America as an adult. And I was like, <laughs> how do I get, how do I get out? <laughs> Um, so love to travel, but I also like, I'm a homebody, I'm cancer. So I'm like, you know, cancer, cancer, cancer. I need a good home. Um, and I love my quiet time. I really struggled like being quiet, but the pandemic really helped me with that, which feels really beautiful. Um, and I love to gather people at the same time too. Like I love hosting people and cooking for them and Mm. taking care of them. And I'm such a mama bear that way. Yes. Cancer all the way. How did you do in New York? Like, what did that feel like being (laughs) a sensitive human there? I was a hot mess Yeah, (laughs) all the time. I was like anxiety all the time. Like doctors just kept giving me Xanax. They're like, you just need to deal with your anxiety. And I was like, I don't want to be on this drug. And I was not, not a happy camper. And it was 10 years of like roller coaster of just being like, I don't know where else in the world to go. I don't know what else to do, but I just need to stay in New York because that's just where I can make money. And like I was in, you know, good sales position. And so I just in the wellness industry, in, in preventative healthcare. So I was teaching doctors lifestyle mm-hmm. medicine to reverse chronic illness. Um, and I just, it was like the 
ultimate dichotomy of existence. Cause I was like trying to teach healthy stuff, but feeling just beyond unhealthy in myself. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that, I feel like a lot of us that are in this healing space and, and have had these awakenings, it's almost like that that was the reality at some point in our lives. And that's why we knew to like, okay, we need to adjust yeah. and like yeah. practice what we preach. And yeah. so, so how did you get into what you do now? Like, what was the evolution of that? Um, it's really like a 25 year journey. Like I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm sort of that visionary, innovative, passionate person. And I'm like always thinking about change. Like how do we improve things? How do we make things better? And so I, I like always wanted to work towards a greater good, but I didn't ever feel like empowered enough inside myself that I could do it. Right. So then I would take like, you know, I worked in the film industry and I would like produce and but I wasn't totally in my power. And so I, and I had health problems. So I was like always just not stable. Um, and so I left that cause I was like, okay, well this job's not stable. I'm going to go into, you know, fill, I'm sorry, into sales. And like, I started doing sales and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I have to be like a mechanic, you know, like you're just mm. like, everything is so just mechanical. And like, you had all this 12 week sales cycle and you're just meeting with customers all the time. And I was like, wow, this doesn't feel creative. So I'm like, I got these two things. I was doing business consulting at the time too. And like working with um, high profile doctors to, to improve their practice so that they get more visibility, get books out there, get publicity. Hmm. And um, I had gone to health coaching school to get the credentials to be able to work for these supplement companies basically is what they were, but they were professional grade. Um, I've always had a wellness journey. Like, I broke my back when I was 18. And Mm. so, and then I've had 13 surgeries over 20 years and really some devastating stuff happened over the 20 years. And so I had to stay in this mental, emotional, physical, like mind, body, spirit world to stay sane. And it was kind of this balance of professional life, private life. Okay. I'll do some work over here. Now I'm going to go back to like, you know, a corporate career, And I just decided to dive into coaching when I just crashed in my last sales job in New York city. Mm -hmm. I just was like, all right, this is my opportunity. And I moved to Maine where my family is. It was like where our summer home is. We moved a lot growing up. So I, that was like my summer spot. And I took the the leap, right? Like I just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I, I, and I just, I did, you know, B school and I married all of my oh, skills yeah. together. And I like really built out a vision of what I wanted in the world. And it got messy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not As a straight path. <laughs> yeah, like six months into it, I almost died. So I was like, okay, I gotta figure this out. And, um, and then I started my styling process from my recovery from almost dying. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It was to help me get back into my body. And Mm -hmm. I gathered a group of women together who had all gone through B school and were local. And I was like, Hey, you don't really know me, but I like need to meet in person. I don't really dig this online thing that much. Mm -hmm. I need people, people. And so I created a little mini mastermind and we met every month for almost five years. Wow. Yeah. 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 And like it just, they kind of helped me see what I couldn't see for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed new eyes on my internal. And and then Christian Northrup was like, hey, can you style me for Oprah? I'm doing a book tour. <laughs> I was like, how did you okay. connect with her? That's amazing. 
I got, I became friends with Kate when I moved to Maine. I reached out to her and oh, I was like, out there. okay. Yeah. Danielle Laporte had a book club she was doing and it was on her site. And I was like, Hey Kate, like I'm from New York. I'm new to me and I'm just looking for community. Like I'd love to join your book club. She's like, I'm not doing it, but let's get coffee. Oh and my then, gosh. How cool is I that? I know. I know. And then we just <laughs> became friends and yeah, yeah. I'm going home for the first time in two and a half years, um, in three weeks. So it'll be fun to see her. I love that. I always oh, talk oh, about her book a lot on the show. It's, um, for listeners, do less. Do less. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. one of my faves. Yeah. I'm, I listen to it on repeat mm-hmm. and her, I mean, obviously her mother is obviously very influential as well. That's what a divine connection. And I think too, like you talking through this journey of the messiness feels so good because not, I mean, you're like, maybe it didn't for you, but to hear it, <laughs> it didn't feel good in the process, but like it's crazy, man. Yeah. I thought it was just going to hit like rainbows and butterflies and unicorns right? And success, success, success. And I was like, dude, if I knew what it took to be successful, I don't know if I would have chosen this path. Like maybe I would have had a different dynamic to my career and to my profession, mm-hmm. but I love what I do. So I had to figure out how do we collaborate to make it the right environment for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, like, I'm just I'm feeling really drawn to this idea of the messiness is that, you know, we're going to talk about personal branding and style and this like Mm -hmm. sort of outward presentation of what's happening. And often, you know, I'm looking at the Instagrams and all the things that everyone looks so perfect and for the most part. Right. And that's so not the reality. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, for those of us that are, you know, wanting to present ourselves in a way that is confident and, and attractive and magnetic that that's a dichotomy in itself, right? Like be true to yourself, but also like be your, your best self. So I'm excited that we're going to get into this because it's layered. Yeah, We're going to talk about it. It's definitely layered. I got some goods for it. Okay, good. So my first, I guess, like kind of question around this is, you know, we on this show talk so much about what's happening on the inside, right? About that spirituality journey, mm-hmm. about the self-study piece. At the same time, what's happening outside of our, you know, in this physical human form is very impactful into the inside. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that, about like the combination? Cause you really work with, with both. Yeah. So what, so how the brain works as we grow up, we're taught how to look at things like we're taught a fork is a fork, a dog is a dog, a chair is a chair. And so we have this like super highway in our brain. That's like taking all this information. It's like, ding, 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 ding. You see everything. And so you can really associate really quickly to life as you grow and evolve. But that also means that tag in their emotions, trauma, events that kind of make you feel uncomfortable and then you have how you think about yourself and so we become this sort of very complex matrix especially when we get into you know like hormones and teenagers and then we get 20s 30s 40s and then 40s you start to age and so there's this whole like decline cycle too Mm -hmm. so when you look in front of the mirror you have all these programmings of what you're supposed to look like. You're also programmed by the media and fashion by these identities and images that look a certain way. And there's, they are consistently skinnier than the average human being, the average woman. And it can be really hard to look at yourself 
and physically maybe not feel great or low energy, like your physical form feels low energy or you feel bloated or you look at your boobs and you're just like, I don't like the shape of my boobs. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're taught to look because fashion and style is about shape, right? It's a play on color and shape. Mm, Yeah. Like that's it. It's, it's architecture on the body and it truly is play, but because you have the human form in there, we all of a sudden get judgment, fear, anxiety, discomfort, and it's attached to past emotional states. Mm. So we kind of can stand up on the mirror and feel like an absolute mess until we're taught how to look at ourselves through a different perspective. And that's really why I created the styling program for your soul style, because It allows people to look at themselves from the internal first, not from the external. Mm -hmm. And it's a process. Like I'm in, I'm 45 now and I'm on this sort of perimenopause shift Hashimoto thing, which is Mm. definitely like a funky place to feel and reduce activity because we've been basically staying at home for a year, over a year. And I've never like been able to look at my body like this and go, wow, I've always been so athletic, but it looks like the shape has changed. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to change my clothing because the physical form is different. But when we stand in front of a mirror, I can then like judge my body because my stomach is more bloated. And there's all these traumas and associations with why my stomach looks like that. And then there's how I think society sees me. So you're like how you're perceived, your image is perceived by the outside world. And then does that meet you where you feel you are as a human being and are you judging yourself? And so the goal is to actually just feel into it and start to, instead of just looking at yourself, you're Mm -hmm. feeling into the body and clearing the energy and making different choices um, on how you get dressed so that it's not like my butt is too big. I can't fit into these jeans. It's like, okay, well, what does my energy need today? So I can feel effective and powerful. So I can feel relaxed and confident. And you go towards the feeling. It's sort of that desired feeling momentum. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. And I'm just thinking about sort of the the automatic um, outfits that we maybe reached for in the last year, which was like, like <laughs> comfort food, legit, like comfort food for your body. Like, so, like yeah. so good. and now I was just reading a New York times article about this, that like, um, I, I had mentioned when we were prepping like the rental industry, like I do, I love rent the runway yeah. and some of these other things yeah. are just blowing up because people wow. are realizing like one, maybe they don't have things that are fitting their body in the way that they want to feel good. And two, they we're going places again. And we, we want to be able to present ourselves in a way that is, I guess, is how we want to feel in, you know, inside and outside. So this makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's not like, it's not an easy journey when you come to like reconciliation with your body image, right? Cause there's mm-hmm. like the physical, the mental and the emotional state. And, and then there's this like magic energetic stage state where we're trying to resource our inner power. And so if you can look at it more from an energetic state of like how I can expand energetically or like calm myself energetically, right. Then you can look at it from more of a flow state instead of like a, 
I have to look this way because this is the trend and <laughs> this is what right. fashion is saying. What, is, what would that look like? If I'm looking at myself, I'll give you an example right now. I'm, yeah. I've had a, a pretty, I had a miscarriage this year. So I'm very much oh, like, so just, oh, thank you. Like working through just getting rid of that weight. And so I look in the mirror and I see that trauma, exactly what you're talking about. How do I, what do I, do I like meditate on that? Or like, <laughs> what, what would you suggest? <laughs> So, I mean, so you're going to go down towards your root, right? In Mm -hmm. your root chakra and you're going to be present. So it's about feeling safe and secure, Mm -hmm. right? And so you want to look at like, how can I feel safe and secure in my body? Like what Mm -hmm. energy would bring that towards me feeling comfortable instead of looking at it from God, this weight is here and I feel heavy. It's like, okay, I need to feel safe and secure because I had a trauma Mm -hmm. and then then it's the somatic dressing method that I created is about, do I enhance, release, protect my energy, right? Mm. Do I want to let it go? Can I create flow? So then you can make aesthetic choices based on like release, right? You're getting flowing fabric, right? I need to just let go. So a long flowing maxi dress maybe, and maybe you don't want anything compressing against it because it actually just feels too constrictive. Mm-hmm. Like I have all different kinds of underwear so that on the given day, I mean, <laughs> how I feel, I can kind of put my underwear in the right place, right? I need something a, bit, a little bit bigger and supportive, right? So I want to support my energy and I'll wear high-waisted pants and like, okay, I need to feel pulled together and supported right now. Or no, I need to release and let go. And it becomes a very energetic way of moving through your style instead of an objective way. Mm, yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even you saying like safe and secure, like my mind immediately goes to like the chakras. Like I'd like, I'd probably reach for red That's, and just like immediately. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I yeah. love that. Yeah. I know in my color chart takes the chakra system and then it, it gradates it out. So you can go from like the bright red all the way through and look at different like colors of red so that you can kind of oh modulate gosh. and play with it. Well, and I wonder too, even like when I'm not consciously thinking about, about that, but I reach for Mm -hmm. say white or something like that, like where my, you know, where my spirit's at in the moment, um, that intuition. Cool. This is so all connecting. Can you talk a little about, you know, with personal style? Cause I know this is so much bigger than just styling work, but for you, like what are, you know, what are the basics of personal style so like in the fashion world it's like look good look good look good right but for my world it's like come to peace with your body image so Mm -hmm. there's a mind body spirit and emotional process that I take people through so that we can get onto an acceptance level of the way our shape is Because it is one thing, yes, you can work out and gain weight and lose weight and you can change your shape a little bit, but like your bone structure, like I'm 5'10". I'm a big woman. Like I'm, I've, everyone's always called me big, but it's not just that I look big. I have big energy too. So Mm -hmm. like I'm a manifester. So I have this like big energetic field and I'm responsible for that. But for most of my life, people would look at me and I would see them looking at me like, what, and I think what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me because of the way they were looking at me. And so I had to really reconcile and come to terms and accept that like 
yes, I'm big and I have to own that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I like had an eating disorder and I was anorexic and like, I was trying to shrink myself so that I could be skinny, sexy. And now I'm really in the programming of like, dude, I'm strong over skinny. That is so important to me because that's Mm -hmm. healthy to me. It actually, the, the feeling of strong is so much more powerful to me than the feeling of skinny. So really coming to terms with your body image story and accepting it and knowing like it's okay just to be the way you are mm-hmm. and you don't have to change it. If there are things that are really physically uncomfortable or harming your health, then there's ways to repair that and focus on that. And that's how we, you know, we use mindset to tackle that. And mindset is a big, 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 big part of the whole journey. Um, and then I go into identity and identity is really about like kind of future tripping, but also knowing your environment, knowing, you know, what feels good to you, but also who you want to become. So who you are and who you want to become. And that's my style archetyping process. And that really helps women claim their identities so that they, um, like I had this woman recently, She's, she's a total visionary, like total, total visionary, but like, it's kind of a given that she's a visionary, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. I'm like, let's, let's push your boundaries a little bit. Cause like you could be super chic and visionary and I could create like a very refined, tight, sophisticated look around you. But I think that you would sabotage yourself. Interesting. And so, mm-hmm. so I was like, I, I want you to work into the feminine and, you know, obviously this is through coaching and conversation. And Mm -hmm. um, I do these great style archetype sessions that really help people understand like where they are and where they need to go. So we got her to, um, she's an elegant Royal and Mm. she's trying to activate her feminine side more because, you know, she's in and around New York city and there's a certain edge to her, but she's also highly sensitive. And so really, opening up this feminine door so she could receive that. And then we build the aesthetic around that. So like one elegant Royal can look very different than another one because body shape, color, you know, there's, you pull all those styles together. So it's very, very individualized. Mm -hmm. And then expression is really about the somatic and the aesthetic together. So it's how you feel, how you want to modulate and change your energy or enhance your energy that's what we just talked about. And then how you're going to apply that aesthetically. So you're, it's actually becomes a game, right? You're playing with how you're getting dressed. For me, like, it's very much very easy now. Like, I don't even have to really think about it. I'm like, I need flow. Okay, long flowy pants, or I need to feel held up. Okay. And it's very ingrained in my system. And I think I, because I had health problems my whole life, and I dealt with chronic pain and stuff, I did this without knowing mm-hmm. and I, cause I always wanted to look good. Like I was like my family principle is like, you must look good. My mom's an interior designer, like you gotta look good. And um, so I was really good at being performative and showing up and looking good, but I didn't know how to feel good. And that's yes. what my journey has really been about is like learning how to feel good and, and relax and be comfortable in my body and happy or unhappy with it. Right. Like it, there are times where I'm like, Oh my God, what's happening to it. But I, when I start to get into the game of aesthetics, right. It's like, Oh, this is fun. Like, okay. So 
I don't love a ton of color, but I will throw on like something super electric pink or something like that. Like mm. I'll, I don't do, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like centered and calm and not too expressive. I love white, basic blues, like blacks. Like I'm not, and I'm, because I live in Ibiza, there's a lot of whites and browns and things like that. But I think when you're claiming your style and like when you're going through your personal style process, it is about building a collection of clothing that works together, Mm -hmm. right? So you have sort of this like, these boundaries of colors that work for you. I build them around how I feel with my body, not so much like, you know, the color for your skin thing. Um, But it's also really about knowing, okay, like I'm bloated today. I need to work with like something that's a little bit looser, a little bit more flowy. And I need to support my body that way because otherwise I'm going to feel insecure. Hey y'all, this show is all about self-care and self-discovery and one of the best ways to self-care, therapy. (laughs) I'm a big fan. So I want to shout out a huge thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is helping clients all over the world in I mean, a really challenging time right now. If you've been feeling like you're struggling, you're down, or you're just unable to reach for your goals, and it would help to talk to someone, BetterHelp is making it so easy to make that happen. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Perhaps you don't have access to a counselor where you live, or you just, you don't want to leave your house. You want to stay in your pajamas. BetterHelp makes it so easy. And not only that, but it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So once you're matched with a counselor, you get to know them, see if it's a fit. And if it's not, no problem. It's free to change counselors if needed, because you know, we all know it, it needs to be a fit. Once you have your person, you can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor, set up weekly sessions via video or phone call, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. And remember, you never have to sit in that awkward traditional therapy waiting room. BetterHelp really wants you to start living a happier life today. If you're ready to prioritize yourself and your well-being and to lean into that self-care along with the million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional, visit betterhelp.com slash yoga magic to get set up. And for yoga magic listeners, you get 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P slash yoga magic. I would talk a lot about the cycles um, when I work with clients and just like energy wise, like where you're at yeah. in the menstrual cycle. Yeah. And like, yeah. all right, now I've got a, a solid flowy situation on and <laughs> resting on the menstrual cycle. Like, heck yes. And you touched on something that I think too, like it's not performative. This is very much more about what you feel like. And it's funny yeah. because you can almost tell, like you see that like really put together person and you're like, wow, like that looks that looks really nice. And then you spend some time with them and you're like, but actually they're struggling. And someone that like, is just like into themselves and like feel is feeling really Mm. good in their body. That's a totally different ball game. Yeah. And that's like a lot of people that are, I would say like supernatural in style, like they are playing with how their body feels and they're playing with shape to be like, Oh, what does this shape feel like on me? 
yes, maybe it made me look, look bigger or something. Like I can't wear certain things because it just makes me look so big and I feel so insecure. Right. Mm-hmm. I just know that I can't do that. And, and a lot of like bohemian wear, I just, it doesn't look good on me because larger boobs and then it like enhances and then it's just like the tank is coming through and this I'm is like, like target oh, right oh. now target is just like love tar- I mean, love me some target but it's like the most boho like vomit every i have know. not been to target in years <laughs> i've basically stopped shopping i'm i'm actually i'm culling my wardrobe right now because of um some health stuff i've gained weight so i'm like okay what are we gonna do I'm like how are we going to work with this now? Yeah. What, well, I want to talk about style archetypes, but what do you do? Like when you say now you're, you're doing this work on yourself at the moment, like what, where do you like to shop? Like, how do you get inspiration? Do you look to other people? I do right now. It's a really interesting process because I live on an Island in the Mediterranean. (laughs) There's a very bohemian style here. There's also like a European elegant style and then there's fast fashion, right? So there's the cheap turnover. And so you look at, I'm a quality value person. So like, I love sales. I love a good deal. Like that's, it's really important to me and I don't like to feel ripped off. Right. So I'm just like, I know the cost of clothing way too much to be like, seriously. And I also know that like, I wear my things hard, right? Like I'm, if I get a material that's like too elegant, I'm like, well, I'm going to ruin that really quickly. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's, it's been very challenging being on this Island to find stuff that actually works for me and feels comfortable. So I'm going back to America in a month and I'm really excited. Mm. So I've been like, pulling together things to kind of like, I I do Pinterest brainstorms like all the time. Um, And I do look at some people like I love Olivia Palermo. Um, I think she's just got like really incredible style. Um, You know, Meghan Markle, I do find interesting. Like I find she has like this very elegant, simple sophistication, which I do like. Um, And then I, I kind of just, you got to look at the market, like what's Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So you build a a bit of a vision and then I'm I'm really breaking up with fast fashion. Like it's just, it doesn't really serve me. Um, I never really did it, but here, because it became like the easy thing to do, I realized I've always bought through collections. So I've always built on my wardrobe. So things will kind of like work together and go, I'll have a collection over time. And here, because I bought fast fashion, because I wasn't finding things, one of the other obstacle I have here is that I'm big and European sizing is, is pretty challenging for me. Yeah, small. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not that big either, but I just am bigger than their sizing. So I bought fast fashion and I, I realized I was like, but I'm just like throwing this stuff away after a season. So I'm I not... Know building a collection. So I'm actually moving closer to the French principles of having a lot less and like really fine quality. And like, I've, as I've started culling and cleaning and getting rid of things, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I, I don't need this much stuff. And like, I have this great white shirt and I have this great jumpsuit. And like, I have this amazing, just oversized white shirt. It's like a men's dress shirt, but And I wear it with like little jean shorts and then cute sandals, like electric orange sandals. Mm. And it's a total tank, but (laughs) it, because my legs are skinny and I roll up and like my arms are skinny, it kind of just sort of flows or like I'll wear a little shirt underneath it and then I'll unbutton it. So there's flow to it, but little simple things like that, just to kind of keep it, um, just like it's simple. If anything that's clustery or, or, 
too much work, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I don't like little like ruffles and details. They just, I'm like, it makes me panicky. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not a girly girl. Like, it's I like gotta the be like elegant and bl- yeah, just the basics is good. And then I'll pop in like a purse, right? Like a really cool purse that has like you know boho style on it or something. Mm-hmm. Or shoes. Shoes are a great way to do expression. And per- shoes and purses, I think, are your best way to do expression. Mm, okay. Love that. Accessories. I'm just like, yeah, I'm vibing on this. I, I I don't know. I want to do like a capsule situation. That would be lovely. Like a capsule wardrobe. I But I, I am really so trend driven. It. Yeah, it's hard. I think it's hard to be like. Yeah. When I first started styling, like, because I was doing photo shoots, right? And then people were like, oh, well, could you do a capsule wardrobe? And I was like, I don't really do that. Like, that's not really my thing. One, because I, I believe in it, but I don't practice it. So mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable teaching it, right? It's definitely not my my core principles. But as I pare down my wardrobe and like look at what I actually want and what I actually wear. Sure. Like I I just like, I wear a white t-shirt and jeans and a, and a cool like Ipanema belt and mm-hmm. some like orange sandals or like some white leather, um, you know, sandals. And I think capsule in theory is great in practice. It feels restrictive to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not expressive enough for me, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So the archetypes, these are, you created these and the style archetypes. Can you, can you share what they are? um, And just like how it works with your awesome course that you're doing? Yeah. So there are 300. <laughs> mm. Maybe not all of them then. <laughs> I know. I tried to do a quiz and like, I was, let me tell you. And I like took it to like three or four consultants. They were like, this is like a whole course, like this whole thing. And I was like, I know, but everyone thinks I need to do a quiz. And I'm like, you can't do it. So, um, but I, cause I, I customize everyone and I interview everyone and I talk to them and then I define it for them. So your style archetype is who you are and where you're going, right? It is that ultimate mindset vision of who you want to be, but we don't want to leave behind like the person that you've been over time, mm-hmm. right? Because that informs, yes, we want to change part of who we are, but like it informs how you move forward. And what I see a lot is that people end up um, especially in sort of the personal development or the coaching space, they, they want to become someone else and they sort of project themselves and out into the world. And then they can't meet that expectation that they put on themselves mm. and they fall in self-sabotage. Right. And so then they go through this whole really hard cycle. So the style archetype kind of moves you in the direction, like, to where you want to be, but in more of a baby step. Mm -hmm. So when I first started doing it, I was um, a boho warrior because I was like, I'm super nomadic, but like, I kind of haven't been, but I really like, I have this whole bohemian vibe, like, okay. I I haven't been traveling, but I used to travel all the time. So it was Mm -hmm. like, because I was going through health stuff and but I'm like a total fighter. I'm a total warrior. Like I'm going after everything in life that I can. And that informed me that I actually needed to travel. And I like, Mm -hmm. and it, 
not only did I start dressing more bohemian and more edgy, like I was always wearing like leather and lace and um, silks with leather on it. Like I always had this edge to me, that sort of warrior vibe. And then a little bit of bohemian, um, refined bohemian. And I got invited to Ibiza and I was like, oh, I, okay, all right, I'm going to go because I haven't been out of America in a while and I need to get out. And I went for a two week trip and I was like, dude, I found my spot. Like, wow, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Like this feels fully informed around Boho Warrior. Like this feels so in alignment with where my soul wants to go. And I moved three months later. I went back to America, got my dog, got a visa and moved. And <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, but then I got to this place when I got here, I landed so smoothly. It was amazing. And then about six months to a year in, I started cracking and I was changing and mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa, okay. Like I'm shifting. And I was going more into this, like wanting to be a goddess, but not quite there. Yeah. So I was like trying to claim it and trying to be there, but I wasn't quite there. So then I had to be like, okay, I'm not there yet. But the warrior mentality is driving my central nervous system so hard and I can't push anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I energetically started working towards more of a goddess-like presence because my warrior mentality was like, so New York, drive, 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 edgy, 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 go, go, go. And so I moved more into chic goddess. And that's really... I've informed my whole life though. Like I've changed how I socialize. I've changed how I connect with my body. I've changed my morning routines. Like I'm like so much more invested in cooking and pleasure. And I just like, and I feel pleasure all the time now. Whereas most of my life before was a big struggle. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, it's an energetic shift to become who you want to be, right? And so it's not always like an instant yes, but but when I do do claim them with my clients, like I challenge them, right? Like it's like, okay, this this is part of who you are, but this is where you want to go. So like the chic royal, she was like, you know, we were talking about, or sorry, elegant royal. We were talking about chic visionary or elegant visionary. And the elegant part, the feminine part was really important for her to claim because she wasn't claiming her femininity. She wasn't allowing herself to receive. She couldn't like receive anything and feel comfortable with that. She was always giving. And so really looking at that energetic exchange and then the royal, like it's kind of strange to be like, I'm royal, but Mm -hmm. there is this sort of stately feel to her. And I wanted to kind of up level her vibe so that it wasn't just like I'm a visionary and like I create all these things because that feels untethered like not grounded whereas royal is like no I'm actually like I have all this philanthropy that I'm doing of all these like ways that I associate network and like this following I'm very humble about it all mm-hmm. and I was like so that's claiming your power and I it's a challenge because it's I mean, for me to say like, I'm goddessy feels a little like, whoa, it's, you know, <laughs> but it's, claim it, though. It, you, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's a challenge to claim it, but you want to work yourself into it. So you're challenging your mindset mm-hmm. and you're moving towards it. I totally get what you're saying. Yes. 
And part of it too, I guess maybe this is just my experience, but I feel like even in the last year or so, there's just been so many things that have been happening in the world where it's like, I feel <laughs> like me taking time to, I don't know, what's the word? I'm trying to say this, like really own my power and my privilege and my beauty and all of these things has just felt like, I could be doing better things. Like I should be out there, like, you know, working at a soup kitchen or something like that's where my mindset has been. And that's obviously my own journey, but what you're saying is like, okay, that we have to do this first, right? If I can step into this power of my own, I mean, this is what I do care. Yeah. And like, and not feel shame about wanting to present myself in a certain way. I'm thinking like, what would my architect be? I'm kind of like a, like a playful LA mom. <laughs> Girl next door. Okay. That's maybe it. I'm in Minnesota. I'm Girl, not actually in LA, yeah. but that's my vibe. <laughs> Love it. Playful LA mom. It's so good. Yeah. I would say, so that's, but like you have like more of, um, you have a girl next door vibe, but you also have this like really like this brightness in you though. So girl next door is like, looks a little too innocent, you know? And so you, you have like more of this like healer and visionary essence to you. So if you look at like girl next door visionary, there's a really nice dichotomy, mm-hmm. right? Cause like you're building new ways of existing and new ways of being, but you have this very down to earth existence. Mm, and like, you're very like connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just, it feels, it's like astrology, right? Like it feels so validating to know, like, mm-hmm. this is actually who I am. I'm going to yeah. just own that. Heck yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And the owning it part is actually where the confidence comes. Cause you're mm-hmm. like, it kind of, when we look at it from an energetic perspective, like how can you build rise inside of the body? Like how can you build Kundalini and really get that energy going and up? Like, because dude, life is complicated. Things happen. It gets messy. Like there's moving parts and then you need to go out to dinner (laughs) and you want, (laughs) and you want to look good or you want to meet someone and you want to feel sexy. And like, you know, I, I've had 10 surgeries on my uterus and ovaries no longer have a uterus. And so the energetics of that for me and feeling sexiness and rise and not also wanting to feel like too sexy, but feeling that energy, that lift and like that inner joy, like that's been a lot of work to get my body into a place like, okay, I can feel good and have fun with this. Mm -hmm. And also knowing that if you can't, you might just need to rest, like really listening to your body. Like, and I really, 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 really go by those rules now. I don't push anymore. Mm -hmm. Cause then I have to cancel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have to cancel other things. If I keep pushing those cancer homebodies are like having to realign. (laughs) Like this is (laughs) I know. (laughs) last question. I really really want listeners to have just like a couple tidbits. Um, I I was visiting with this really sweet woman um, after a yoga class last week. And we, we were both just like resonating around this idea that like, Post pandemic, it's just, it's been such whiplash and really this area of like being, wanting to go out again and like wanting to see people and also like not feeling comfortable in the clothes that we have and just, you know, our bodies at the moment. 
or even just comfortable yeah. with the world energetically. It's very, it's like been weird. <laughs> Yeah, what right, like right. a do you have any couple like tips as we're as we're realigning as we're starting to do this mm-hmm. self study work see who we are on the mm-hmm. flip side of this very weird journey what yeah. where would we start yeah so I look at everyone as a personal brand right so every single human being has a personal brand and it's how you cultivate your mindset your image and your message and you have to reflect on how you want to feel in the world and how you want to be seen in the world. And my biggest advice is go slow. Like, Mm. like go slow. You need a lot less than you think that you need. I, I just, if we look at like addictive cycles and shopping and feeding the beast and like, you know, getting back out there and doing things and watch the energetic level of like, how, where's your anxiety? How do you feel in your body? Are you in your body? Right? Like it's really important to cultivate presence, to get into clothing and to select your style, like know where your head is at, know what your mindset is focused towards so that you can say, okay, like I want to be a woman that is, you know, super professional. Okay, great. What does that look like? But also like, how does that feel for you and where can you match yourself? And then you have to look at your body shape. Like my body shape has changed a lot in the past two years and I have to go, okay, like how do I kind of look at my size and my shape and what works for me now? what I used to wear doesn't really work anymore. And Mm -hmm. so it is a big, big, big shift. Um, The biggest, the biggest one is go slow, right? You've got to test and try, understand um, aesthetics is a game, like have fun with it instead of objectify yourself. Mm -hmm. And that, that's like the biggest, I think, result in the work when women go through the create your soul style course is that they have fun. They get to let go of the preconceived notion of who they are, because in the beginning we do all that work, right? We go through a whole body mapping process around energy and emotion and mindset and really understand like how they're attached to the stories in their body and identifying like, Whoa, I didn't even know that was there. And I love that sort of unique coaching around it because it, it, brings things to light that people never got to see but then they get to let go of that and have the awareness right and accept what is there and then they get to move into like cultivating the identity that they actually want to have Mm -hmm. and like Pinterest is an amazing tool to brainstorm Instagram is a great tool to brainstorm if you can get out of objectifying yourself when you're looking at things it's true I do suggest if you're using tools like that to look for body shapes that are close to yours, right? So mm-hmm. you can go, there's a body shape calculator online, just Google in but body shape calculator and take your measurements and put them in there. I absolutely hate that they're like pear, apple body, banana, you know, rectangle, like all of those shapes. Banana. But <laughs> I know it's so weird. It's, it's actually, a, it's a rectangle, but I'm a, I'm a banana. <laughs> Um, and then there's hourglass, right? That's like the ideal image, mm-hmm. which basically 8% of the population have, um, <laughs> which is what the whole entire fashion industry is built off of. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. So 
look at what your body shape is so that you can kind of say like, oh, okay, this is where my body shape is now. And if I want to look shapely, like, cause that's sort of the goal with style is to create shape, right? Mm-hmm. In the okay. body. So like I, and I get to play with this a lot cause I have a very straight frame. I don't have like, um, like a lot of between my shoulders and my waist, my um, it doesn't go in very much. So it's very mm-hmm. boxy. And so I have to figure out ways to create some shape and break the line so that I can have fun with it mm-hmm. or else, or go very monochromatic and be like, okay, this is just a very simple, clean slate that you can just look at like one solid piece and one solid color. But I think um, when you're starting to like, get back out in the world, like play, like it is honestly, people are happy to see you happy. And as long as you feel good in your body, and that's my like biggest goal for people is to feel good in their body. That doesn't matter what you're wearing. It honestly Mm. does not matter. It doesn't matter. And if you can feel good in your body, then the world will embrace you even more. Mm. Right. They're happy for you because you're happy. Mm-hmm. It's reflective. Yeah. Oh, the play piece. I'm just like, I've been taking more selfies. I've never been a selfie person. Uh-huh. And I've been like taking them about like, because I feel good. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's the vibe. Yeah. 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 You do it. Like mm-hmm. if you want to have, I'm, I'm struggling with selfies lately. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I got to do this. No, <laughs> I don't want to do this. I'm doing it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> like a journey right yeah it totally is it really is it really is but just being gentle with myself on it too right right Right. that's that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. oh this was so helpful carrie it was perfect timing and i'm so glad that we were connected can you talk a little about your course and and where listeners can find you yeah. So my website's carriemontgomery.com. Um, and my course, create your soul style. I haven't launched it since pre pandemic. So I'm excited to be launching it again, coming fall. Yes. Um, I'm going to do a style archetype workshop in, I think it's early October. So we're going to do, I'm doing it with someone who's doing heroine's journey. Which is really mm-hmm. oh Emily. Yeah. Oh, it's Emily. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, Emily yeah, totally. on the show, everybody. Yeah. Emily Shickley. Love it. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do this collaboration together. Um, and then I'm gonna launch into Create Your Soul Style. And you know, like coming back out into the world is about cultivating your presence, right? And so mm-hmm. when when you want to feel good in who you are, there is work that's required to do on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's really, really important. And that's like, that's the beauty of it. That's the joy of it. So, and then we get to play and have fun with fashion shopping Mm -hmm. play. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Super exciting. Yeah. Thank you for your time, Carrie. This was so Mm -hmm. helpful and yeah, we should, maybe we should do like an astrology and personal style situation in the future. That That would would be be really such a fun work. I'm like the way you described me as like girl next door, but bright that's I'm an Aries rising. So like, hello, that's perfect. Okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That would be really fun. That'd be be so fun. Actually. Thank you so much. This was so awesome. I love having this conversation. Thanks again for being here, everyone. Thanks to Carrie for sharing your amazing insight. Thanks to our show sponsor, BetterHelp. And 
And if you like this episode, friends, consider sharing it with a friend. You can do that on Instagram. Make sure to tag at Yoga Magic Podcast. And if you have a spare moment and can leave a review, it makes such a big difference. Hit the five stars and share a little note. It goes a long way. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you next week.